0: Hello, and welcome to this episode of Hammering Down. I'm your host, K.O.R. Hodges, and this is a video. If you're listening to this on podcast form, I think on Spotify, this is also on video, but for sure, check this out on YouTube because I want to have stuff on the screen. And I've been looking at doing this kind of content anyway of kind of just general USL stuff. It's not just the USL show. We're talking about tactics and having videos on screen um but the best way to watch this is going to be youtube but thank you for listening on spotify anyway i want to be explaining this promotion relegation thing that is going on in the usl if you missed out um yesterday the athletic posted from an anonymous source that promotion relegation is going to be voted on in august so we've known for a while that promotion relegation has been on the table for the usl and it's been no secret last year they kept it they voted it to keep it on the docket to vote for next year (laughs) um they voted it so they can keep voting it. that kind of thing really annoying if i'm being honest but you know this is the kind of stuff that has happened and it's been no secret in the past jake edwards the former um like what do they call him uh, former president of the USL, he he said he wanted promotion relegation within the next, I think it was like five, six years. And then this uh, worldwide pandemic thing happened, kind of ruined all those plans. Now it, it's brought out that it's going to be voted on. And there are some key talking points that I want to talk through. And if you want to read through all of it, uh, Jeff Reuter uh, from The Athletic and uh, oh, I always mess up his name, Tom Bogert. He they both have this uh, thing on the athletic. I'll post the link in the description, both on YouTube and you know, whatever podcast player that you're a fan of. I also do a really deep dive with Alan Underwood on the USL show that I'll also be linked under under the description. I highly recommend you looking at. It. But the main talking points here. The USL is going to be voting on promotion relegation in August and it's going to be uh, less than a month away and the votes is essentially for promotion relegation starting in 2025 the 2024 date that people are talking about that is when the infrastructure is supposed to be voted on the infrastructure is creating a new league or splitting leagues and then having everything sorted out this is a big deal. Why is this a big deal? Promotion relegation is a thing that has been talked about for a long time here in the US. If you're listening to me, you know that the benefits of promotion relegation of promotion are obvious. Everybody wants to be promoted, go to the top flight. Everybody wants to have their Luton Town story. Everybody wants to have their Wrexham story. Um, recently with Luton Town and Wrexham absolutely dominating US headlines, there's no doubt there's a real carrot being waved in front of the face of the owners. And when you talk about owners in the USL, I'm we're talking about USL owners. We're not talking about MLS owners where they are making millions and millions of dollars in the USL other than three three teams in the championship, across the championship and League One, your team is operating at a loss. If you're watching me, you're probably a Birmingham Legion fan. Most teams are operating at a loss. That's just the truth. Most teams – now, I don't know about Birmingham specifically, so don't don't take what I'm saying about Birmingham exactly, but – Most teams in the USL, they're game to game. They are operating at a loss. The good teams are coming out net neutral. That's just the fact of the matter. So the idea of promotion is that these fans are going to be coming in because they want to see their team get promoted. And this is especially appealing for your league ones who want to be promoted to the championship, right? We've all seen really good league one teams. Birmingham Legion fans are all aware of South Georgia Tormenta from last year. They were a team that could beat half of the championship it, and it wouldn't be close. You know, there's a lot to talk about with that. And there's some complications that come with promotion and relegation. And a lot of those, As and this is where I said, if you're not watching on YouTube, I suggest that you do. I have a uh, a graphic that's on the screen that was made on Reddit, and I don't have the person's name, and I'm so sorry. But the middle, this middle pyramid, is our current uh, soccer pyramid in the US. The USL Championship exists in the second division. USL League One exists in the third division and NISA exists in the third division. Now, a lot of people assume that, you know, USL League Two, UPSL, um, which is where FC Birmingham is, uh, MPSL, and those kind of teams. That is the fourth division. Technically, this is not true. There is no fourth division in U.S. soccer. It is a it is the top flight of semi-professional. These are technically two different pyramids, but to make it all make sense, we often call it the second or the fourth division. So what the USL wants to do is create three uh, fully professional leagues within promotion relegation. These three professional leagues, that is a really important number because right now in the USL infrastructure, there's only two fully professional leagues, meaning they're going to have to create one. They're going to create a new league. So you really have three options here. You have the one that I think a lot of people think makes the most sense, which is league one, which is in the third division of soccer here in the U.S., splits into two. And then it's going to be east and west and promotion relegation through eastern and western conference. This is not a new idea. What I have on the screen now is uh, from uh, a Picharo or Pichero, um, and they have a pretty good little uh, graphic here. And what you're seeing is this idea that National League. If you see Step Two and Step One, or Level Six, Level Five, the National League. Is north and south, and everybody gets promoted into the national league, and then after that, when somebody gets relegated, they get sorted into either north or south, right? Or it becomes this big mess. But with the way the U.S. is set up, it's perfect for this. So, league one would essentially be league league west or like league one west and league one east, and the bot. Let's just say, for example, the the worst team in the championship and the Eastern conference in the championship, they go down. The best team from the league one East goes up easy promotion relegation. And same thing for the West, the worst team in the West from the championship goes down. The best team from league one West goes up. This is the best way to have in the most streamlined way to create the system. Here's the issue with that though, as it currently stands, There are not enough teams out in the West for League One. There's just not. And maybe this is the way of getting teams down into League One, and this is their way of populating it. That's also not great. (laughs) Um, So right now, I think they only have Central Valley Fuego, uh, Northern Colorado. We kind of fit that. Um, You're looking at Santa Barbara, which is coming soon. That's really it. Everything else is kind of southeast. That's like the rest of League One is southeast. Maybe you could say Madison, Ford Madison is kind of west, but also they're just kind of central, which is what makes promotion relegation kind of hard in the U.S., right? Um, You would also look at your FC Tulsa's. Are they going to be on the east or are they going to be in the west? If you've been around the USL for a long time, you know, that's kind of like your St. Louis. Uh, St. Louis FC was like east-west, east-west, east-west every single year (laughs) it happened all the time so this is the one that makes the most sense so if that is the one that makes the most sense why do i think that could be a possible issue because like i said they don't have enough teams out west so maybe the solution here is is that they want to create a new league so if they want to create a new league They have kind of one thing that's going on here, though, is that you're going to have to create a new league um, if that's not the case. And so you have two options. League two. So USL League two is already a thing. But like we discussed, it is a part of this unofficial top tier uh, semi-pro. So what they can do is rebrand League Two. League Two used to be known as the Professional Development League. You've probably heard of the PDL. If you remember the Hammers, the Birmingham Hammers, that's where they played in their final year was the PDL. Okay, so we all following in here. Um, they could have League Two become the PDL, and they can create the first ever professional fourth division. Okay, that makes sense. They could create the first ever professional fourth division. And I think that's a great idea. I think the USL fully leaning into being a second division is great for soccer. I think it is. I think having a viable option for the second division is a wonderful idea. Meanwhile, your other idea here is that you keep League 2 the way it is. And if you want to have two more professional leagues and you want to add a new one, and you don't want to do League One East and West because you don't have enough teams, your only other option is creating a Premier League, quote-unquote, and you're vying for a first division. You want to go head-to-head against MLS. And you say that sounds crazy because why would they ever allow that? But I don't think it's as crazy as it sounds. Um, USL Super League was originally announced to be... Um, second division of women's soccer. This is supposed to be the first real second division of women's soccer in the US, uh, the USL Super League. They're supposed to run off of the same CBA as the USL Championship. But it's come out recently that they're actually wanting to be a first division league. They want to be direct competitors with the NWSL. What's stopping the championship from doing the same? Um, We've seen now that U.S. soccer is okay with having two first division teams. We have officially seen that they are okay with that. Um, So why not the men's? And there's a lot of reason why a USL Premier League is not a good idea. And we can talk about all that. We can talk about how the infrastructure is not there. And this is something that needs to be talked about. There's a reason why in Mexico that pr- that promotion relegation was frozen. They stopped doing it. It's because the stadium and financial infrastructure was not there yet. They implemented it too soon and it did not work out. And this is not me fear mongering and say, this is what's going to happen in the U.S. But I think that would happen if the USL Premier League was a thing. And in this Uh, article with The Athletic, an anonymous source uh, within uh, USL ownership said, hey, we are directly competing with MLS. If we do not do this soon, we are going to lose to MLS. And that kind of shows you what they're trying to do, does it not? It tells you, hey, we are actively trying to compete which means that maybe this USL Premier League is not that far off from happening if they are trying to be direct competitors. Because sitting a division below is not competing against MLS. It's just not. But buying for first division is. And this is is kind of where I sit. Infrastructure, again, is not there. I think uh, one of the requirements to be a Division one is you have to have a 15,000 seat stadium. Now, the United States Soccer Federation, the USSF uh, you've probably heard referred to that a few times, they have said that they are willing to give 10 years of leeway to teams um, you know who make the jump and before they have to build their own stadium. So teams like San Diego Loyal who MLS just announced that they're going to San Diego where they play now is only 6,000 seats or only 6,000, you know, seat stadium. If they were able to find somewhere that would host them, that would be 15,000 stadium. I'm thinking, you know, San Diego state, right? If they could lease that building temporarily before they could build their own, that would fit within the parameters as they are building their own stadium there is leeway built into the rules if teams are able to afford it right now. I don't know if they can. And so I'm going to pull this back up here uh, onto the screen. And what I'm looking at is just the fact that the USL is filling out something that needs to exist. I fully believe here that if they just, rebrand league two as professional development league, have them be as one of the premier semi-pro teams, and then create the first ever professional fourth division. I think that goes farther in creating a real infrastructure here in the U.S. to succeed because you can play at these rink-a-dink little stadiums. You create a place for teams to create their 1,000-seat stadium. Um, I'm thinking about teams like the uh, the Southern State Stars. I always forget their name, but they're the team that uh, Birmingham Legion played last year in the U.S. Open Cup. They have the Oaks down there in Hattiesburg, which is a beautiful facility that has nice seating, and it's a wonderful facility, but they're playing semi-pro. Imagine if they were playing in the fourth division. They already have the infrastructure. There's a lot of teams that have the infrastructure. Let's look at NISA teams, right? that could come in immediately, be playing in that fourth division because they already have that kind of infrastructure. Look at how many WNPSL teams. Wow! Look at how many NPSL teams are out there that have this kind of infrastructure already. I think that's what we're going to. I think that would be better for the U.S. That's just my opinion, though. I'm sure there's a lot of reasons on why that doesn't work. And so people are saying, well, 2025 is too soon, but they are actively trying to beat this World Cup market. And let's talk about what else is attached to this. TV deals. That's just the truth. TV deals are a part of this. Uh, The USL uh, League One and championship are both on ESPN right now ESPN Plus they've been getting a lot of games on ESPN2 lately imagine world cup time comes and you know the championship league 1 and league 2 are all on ESPN along with USL Super League because the USL can package hey we have promotion relegation ESPN or Fox or whoever you get exclusive rights for our matches, the first ever promotion relegation, like playoffs in the US on the men's side, you get exclusive rights to that. Plus our Super League, the first division of women's soccer, you have it. You can have that. And that's really enticing, isn't it? And this is why they're say they're competing with the MLS. That's why they are saying that. And I think that's what they're buying for right now. They want to have this TV deal ready. They want to have all of this ready. And it makes sense on in that sense. And, yeah, a lot of these leagues don't have enough teams. That's just the truth. But if you create that fourth division, you can pull in teams. There's a lot of reasons why I think this could work. There are a lot of reasons why I think that this should be very exciting. And there's a world where Birmingham Legion are already in the top flight of promotion relegation. No, they're not vying for MLS. And unfortunately, I think in, I think in our city and in other, you know, USL championship cities, this is not going to have a lot of impact on, you know, attendance i hate to say it but this is the truth if there is not a usl premier league then you're not going to see a big bump i think what what bump you'll see is in league one when you have a league one team get promoted into the championship you're going to see a bigger jump in attendance and when you keep seeing those big jumps then you're going to start seeing other you know you're going to start seeing more traveling fans and then the excitement comes but it's not going to be an instant oh there's promotion relegation in the usl we're going to go watch the usl now i just don't think that's real i don't think that's what's going to happen until there is a true first division into mls your quote-unquote casual fans are not going to care as much and that hurts but if you're already in the championship but if you're in league one or this new fourth division if that's what they end up doing I think, yeah, you're going to get a lot of excitement and that's going to be really big. And I think that's really exciting for everybody involved. So the one last thing I want to discuss is these teams that we talk about the financial part of this. I talked to a couple of GMs whom I'm going to and like uh, presidents of operations and stuff around the USL uh, since this happened. And I'm going to leave them anonymous, but the sentiment is the same. We want promotion. We want this. We want this so desperately because we are competing with MLS. But the big thing is these parachute payments. And if you don't know what a parachute payment is, they are really big in uh, the premier league uh, going into the championship, which is why you see these quote unquote, yo-yo clubs, which are teams that just go up and down, up and down, up and down constantly. They get money from the premier league, because the amount of money in the USL or in the USL and the EFL championship is just not as big as it is in the Premier League. Obviously, that doesn't shock anyone. (laughs) Um, And so a lot of GMs and a lot of presidents of operations are saying, hey, we need parachute payments or else these clubs will not survive. And a lot of people are already pointing at your Richmonds, your uh, North Carolinas, and your Charlotte Independences and saying, see, they self-relegated. They've already done that. And what's going to happen when teams can't self-relegate? I'm willing to push, push back on that a little bit. When Richmond, North Carolina, and Charlotte entered the USL, it was under USL Pro. That was the name of the league, which was the third division. At that time, the second division didn't really exist in the U.S. USL Championship kind of invented that. That was sort of the big selling point of joining the championship. And a lot of those teams just said, yeah, we'll join along with that. And then the cost of everything went up. You have to pay more money in salaries. You have to pay more money in venues. You have to pay a lot more money with everything. And that's a big deal. So those teams that self-relegated, they didn't really go down from where they were. They went back to the level that they originally signed up to join. So you're going to find a lot of teams like that where their owners are going to put in just enough money to stay afloat. They're going to put in just enough money to stay in the black, but they don't care about being promoted. And people are going to say, well, that's not going to happen in pro-rel. Look how many teams around... The world. I mean, listen, I know I have a lot of Birmingham City fans that still listen to this. Uh, thank you, Birmingham City fans. I, I really appreciate you for boosting that. I mean, if somebody just wanted to go in and just blow all their money and say, hey, yeah, 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 we're going up this year. We're buying all the best players. Why haven't they done that? Because these teams are putting in just enough money to stay afloat and stay in the league that they're in. Because staying where they are is it's not making them money, but it's not losing them as much money as league one. And if they spent all this money, if they spent all their money and don't get promoted, they just lost more money than if they would have gotten relegated. And that's the fear that comes with this. So that's something to keep in mind. And, I think you're going to see a lot more teams that are just trying to stay afloat than I think people would like to admit. I think that's going to be something that happens. So something to keep in mind. And in general, I think this is a really good move for the USL. Um, I think it's going to create a lot of excitement. I think it's going to create a ton of storylines. But that said, these storylines are still here. These storylines still exist. These storylines are going to be here forever. Um, everything that Tormenta did last year, look look all that stuff up with Stephen Payne, where or not Stephen Payne, uh, uh, I'm blanking on his name now, and I feel awful. Um, one of their League Two players, unfortunately, passed away last year. And a couple weeks later, their women's team wins the USL. And later on that year, their League One team, wins the USL. That's an incredible storyline. This tiny town in Statesboro, Georgia, started off as an academy and wins it, everything. After one, their academy players passes away. And that is a just an incredible story. And you're gonna get those stories no matter what. Every single year, you're gonna get a story like that. But new stories are going to join the fray. And those stories being Hey, this team went from not existing, then they're about to go up to the second division. That's cool. So that's kind of the brief rundown. There's a lot of good reasons behind this. There's a lot of fallback. I mean, like I said, Mexico stopped their promotion and relegation because it just infrastructure wasn't there yet. And if the USL tries to push this too fast, then we could see a similar outcome. But appreciate you all for watching. Thank you so much. This is a different kind of video. So um, if you have any feedback with like all the flashing lights in the background, I'm sorry. I thought this would look cool. I was wrong. I'm an idiot. Who would have thought? Uh, thank you all so much for listening. Appreciate you all. Until next time, guys. Keep hammering on.